You're listening to Zeigler Group's Legal Zeitgeist podcast, the funds law podcast series that helps asset management firms reevaluate and revolutionize their current approach to investment funds law with the latest technology, legal and regulatory compliance insights, and best practices. Hi, I'm Max Harper, and I am the Chief Delivery Officer of Zeidler Group. And today I'm joined by Arne Zeidler, the Founder and Managing Director of Zeidler Group. In today's episode, we will be discussing the history of Zeidler Group. Arne. Hi, Max. You started your career as a police officer, but then you decided to become a lawyer. What made you decide to go into the legal industry? <laughs> so, yeah, as you said, I was a police officer in Frankfurt. My last position there was as a detective in the anti-drug unit. And I studied law in parallel to my work as a police officer. And actually, my plan was to stay with the police, but um, I wanted to do what is called Referendariat in Germany. And the police did not guarantee me a job after I had finished my uh, Referendariat. So then I said, okay, then let's reconsider all of the options and I then decided to to give it a give it a try in the legal industry, and and I started then as a lawyer with uh, Clifford Chance in Frankfurt, and I think quite successfully. So you already mentioned you started with Clifford Chance, and then also joined another bigger law firm. But at some stage, you then said, "Well, I'm going to start my own shop." Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to set up your own shop? I think it was because I experienced firsthand how big law works and I felt that it's not in the best interest of the client. For example, we had large cross-border projects and there was a project management group and everything was charged at an hourly rate. So the actual work was charged at an hourly rate. Then the project management from the project management group was charged at an hourly rate. And I felt this from a cost perspective, was very inefficient, but also from the process perspective, um, I realized that lawyers are not the best project managers and that they were also lacking all of the tools, basically, that are required to successfully project manage a tool, especially technology. And technology is exactly the key word I would like to use and go into our next question. Soon after you started your firm, you also, aside from the core legal part started looking into the uh, technology part. What has been your experience to in combining legal and technology uh, so far? So far, the experience has been extremely positive. At first, of course, as a lawyer, you need to transition from being a lawyer into becoming more of a technologist. And that was a difficult start for us, I would say. The very first inroads into technology were at the very beginning of the firm, but then it turned out that the clients were not really interested in the technology at first. So we focused on pure legal services at the beginning. And then a few years later, we made our first attempt with technology back in Frankfurt. And I think that was an extremely steep learning curve for us as lawyers, because it is a different world. It has a lot of similarities and um commonalities, but it's still a different field. So the first attempt, I would say, failed. And then uh, basically when I relocated to London and I found a slightly more supportive environment, 
And the second attempt was significantly more successful. And that's what we're still benefiting from today. And the technology at the moment mostly comes or is developed in our Mumbai office, one of the late, latest offices we've opened. But over the time, the firm has also opened many other offices in, in many other locations. What made you actually spread out to open so many different offices over so many jurisdictions? I think it was always from the beginning ingrained in our company DNA to be an international business and to not limit ourselves to any one jurisdictions. And I think with that, we are really following our clients who are mostly global asset managers who have operations in various jurisdictions and provide services to clients in various jurisdictions. The second reason is driven by actually lawyers, old-fashioned rules that rule the legal profession, which often require you to set up an actual presence in a country where you want to provide legal services. So admittedly, some of the offices that we have opened were more for regulatory reasons than what we actually feel was a business reason. I think with technology, and we're seeing that today, you can operate a global business from very few locations on a cross-border basis. Um, so it's a mixture of both. I mean, on the one hand side, we definitely want to be international. We are international. And that is a reason for having different offices in different uh, jurisdictions. But on the other hand, it is also driven by regulatory requirements. And all that being said, what can we expect from Zydler Group over the next years? So we will consequently continue on our path. And that means combining law and regulatory matters with technology. At the end of the day, we will provide a solution which helps asset managers with all of the legal and regulatory requirements, starting from setting up of investment funds to providing all the required types of reports to all the matters that are involved with cross-border distribution of investment funds. And we want to achieve this on a global scale, so we will continue our global expansion and set up offices outside of the European Union. Obviously, we already do have an office in Mumbai, but that's currently only providing tech services. But I'm thinking of starting to go into expanding into the United States, potentially Singapore or another different Asian location, and really become the leading provider of legal and regulatory tax solutions globally. And we will achieve this by consequently following our path, but also constantly innovating and using as much of the modern technologies that are available as possible. Arne, thank you very much for telling us about Zeidler Group's past and future plans. Uh, thank you very much for joining me in this episode and look forward to speaking again. Thank you very much, Max. You reached the end of another episode of the Legal Zeitgeist podcast. Connect with us at zeidler.group to subscribe. Thank you for listening. 
The Legal Zeitgeist podcast is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Professional legal advice should be obtained before taking or refraining from any action as a result of the contents of this podcast. All rights reserved.